0: Golden Deer Productions, Golden
1: Deer... Oh, oh, wait, was that not it? Hey,
2: enter, just, you forgot to enter.
0: This is C-Mac, a.k.a. Young Fountain of Youth. And this is Jack, a.k.a. Bix.
3: And this is Abu, a.k.a. Big Fresh.
2: Caught the pass, this is Big Bochi, and listen, I'm very grateful for this team here. Pass it to slugs. <laughs>
4: And this is Sarah Slugs, and this is our Golden Hour. Whoa!
2: Good morning, good afternoon, good night. This is Connor Hall of the Golden Hours podcast. And listen, before we begin, if you by chance get any sort of value from this episode, I got a feeling there might not be a whole lot produced. But if you do, listen, if you laugh, you cry, you're entertained, you learn something, just share it with a friend. And Slugs, if you don't have friends, you...
4: Shouldn't be listening to podcasts.
2: Exactly. I love you slugs. Good work. (laughs) Also, I should not be promoting this anymore. But there's something in my blood that just loves marketing stuff, man. The GDP team, who everyone will meet today, is throwing a fat. And when I say fat, I spell it with a P and an H. Fat marketing slash networking event called GDP Hustle here at GDP Studios. And listen... We got over 50 brands and companies coming. And right now, at the time of the recording, we're about 11 days out. It is going to be insane. I normally, and I'll tell you guys, there's always a snowball effect when you're marketing something for a long time. So like last three days, four days, there will be a huge spike. We're like pretty much sold out and we're like 11 days out. So I'm going to be losing my mind in a couple days. I'm going to warn you guys, I won't be composed. You guys are going to just be... Doing what you're doing. I'm going to be in heaven. That will be happening. And now, I've been excited for a lot of episodes. I I think... how many? What number are we at now? Does anyone know? 155. 155? This will be one... F- and that's not including all the ones we had to scrap early on. It's probably like 165. Okay, so this is like almost episode 170. I have not been more excited for an episode. Because you guys get to meet... The team who makes the podcast happen the podcast has grown a lot in terms of just getting stuff done moving we got everyone's playing a different role i'm really excited to introduce everybody we do it every episode anyway but we are missing two key characters today one sammy spielberg you got to get your license man <laughs> all right I, I love you bro you're a great guy Also, Frankie Films is somewhere in China. You guys have met Frankie. He's been up on the podcast before. Nonetheless, I'm just going to pass the torch. We're going to start with the guest of honor today. Who's in the building?
4: It's Sarah Slugs. I'm here, and I'm excited to be here and meet everyone finally in person.
2: (laughs) Slugs is the GOAT. Next.
0: You got C-Mac, a.k.a. Young Foy fountain of youth yes sir i don't know why connor's saying we're not going to produce any value Mm -hmm. all we do is
1: produce value i
2: like that russ come on
1: (laughs) hey guys it's me jack aka bix i'm here back from vermont i made it
2: let's go
3: yo yo big fresh checking in for another episode
2: so big fresh when do we start like pumping out work
3: Mm, i want to say like august or july Around there,
2: what was the first episode you said it on? Do you remember?
3: It was either Lance Tobin or I feel like it was.
2: Were you there for Dave Wedge?
3: I remember editing that episode. I don't think I was there for.
2: But you are there for Lance Tobin. Yeah, and I remember. You were like, "Yo, dude, this room is mad small <laughs> at Phoenix <laughs> Down. It was this tiny little studio.
3: It looks smaller than the, than it does on camera."
2: Absolutely. In real life, yeah, yeah. No, it is small in real yeah, life. Yeah. It's like very, very tight. And big. Fr- and I was like, all right, man. I guess we gotta find a new spot. Get a little more spacious. She's like, yeah, you should probably do that. Big fresh always gets his way. <laughs> Slugs. What was the first episode you did?
4: Uh, I did Isaac Feldberg, just is like ten episodes ago.
2: Oh yeah, and he was coincidentally from Northeastern, right?
4: Yeah, also a journalism student.
2: Whoa. Whoa. Deja vu. <laughs> and Mac, your first one was.
0: Greg O'Brien.
2: That was a good one. Oh, the, oh, he's coming to the event. Yeah, I know. He's Great. a good guy. Yeah, he hooked it up. He, like, connected me with, like, three, four other... Because he does all the accounts here for startups. so he's got a bunch of friends coming. Bix, the first cup. Oh, no, you were there for the first one. I was there for the first but one. But what about the first one at Phoenix Down? Because remember there's a little bit of a gap because you were at school. Oh, I could not tell you. You don't remember? I got no. I got to no know. Okay. Well, I figured we'd start this episode off by by just kind of a... Everyone announcing what their New Year's resolutions are and what they want to get done this year. Slugs, be honest.
4: Um, this year, I really want to like work on promoting my journalism, and I really want to get into international reporting. So I'm doing like a journalism intensive study abroad thing, and I'm gonna, I want to learn how to like navigate through different cultural barriers and stuff like that.
2: Is this the thing that you're going to like Jordan or like Middle East? Yeah. Whoa! So that's like totally certified. You're going. Yeah. Even with like all the stuff going on. We'll see. <laughs> Have, has the school brought that up at all?
4: Not yet. I got like a thing today. They're like, "You're you're confirmed." Oh, Book so you're your for flight. when are you going? Uh, May. Whoa. Yeah.
2: That's gonna be wild.
4: I know. We're gonna interview like Syrian refugees and stuff. So it's gonna like really promote my or like peak my. Journalism abilities. So
2: question when you say you want to promote your journalism How can we work that into the show? Like do you want to do like deeper pieces on like more like influential figures on the show?
4: Yeah, like I I don't really know what I want like which aspect of journalism I want to get into because I do like I like film editing and I also like audio But I also really like writing so I mean, I do that
2: here. Well, I'll toss this one up. If if there's a pocket we haven't hit on with the show yet, what would you guys want to hit on? Like, what would you want to try?
0: I was thinking about this the other day. Academia, kind of. I feel like there's a lot of intelligent people around us with Harvard and Tufts and BU, Northeastern.
2: Any specific branch of academia? Because I'm not much of an academic, yeah, so. Yeah,
0: so <laughs> Might be tough, but I don't know. I,
2: I was Like a doctor or something? Yeah.
0: Well, yeah, PhD in some sort of field that we're interested in. I don't know.
2: You feel the same way?
4: Yeah. I think it would be like, interesting. Yeah, get on that, Connor.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> like a doctor and you can ask them like m- like myths busted or something. I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of things that are misconceptions out there.
2: Yeah, surprisingly, still to this day, one of the most downloaded episodes was uh, Scott Sigmund's when he was the opioid sparing, which is pretty cool. And what do you think, Big Fresh? We tried to do a doctor or something?
3: think doctors would be cool um yeah i like that um part about like myth busting common myths i guess well um and then also like at least just for my own interest anyone in like computer science slash like ai field
2: because i feel like there are people around here
3: i mean you have like mit and like harvard so those are like the capitals for kind of computer science we're just smart people
2: yeah well dude i'm again i've been working on trying to pick some stuff up with CMAC, but I'm totally down. Anytime you guys want to get someone up here that you're like, yo, it would be really cool to hear from them or really cool to meet them. I would love to use the podcast as a platform to do that for everybody. Like totally. If there's someone like you're urging to me or a company you want to like maybe get into, I'm totally down to do that with the podcast. Jack, what do you think we haven't hit on yet? Um, Jack's out there I'm whipping out graphic design. It's my fucking dog. I'm
1: thinking uh, maybe a graveyard digger that Um, would be fire (laughs) he's probably seen some crazy shit i want to hear some ghost tales no no bully oh some salem witch trials type Ooh, now you're speaking my language let's go we
2: Um, we talked about this recently you guys know how messed up the salem witch trials were
3: i don't know the full extent of it but i'll give you a quick synopsis burning involved
2: I'm not familiar with the burning. I don't know where you heard yeah, <laughs> that. I thought it was definitely burning involved. Yeah. Listen, I know the,
4: there was like drowning like, the, like if they drown they're not a witch, but if they survive what they kill would them. do
2: is anyone who the community would suspect practice witchcraft they would have a trial and they would say, "Okay, we think you're a witch, right?" They would put weights around their ankles, like heavy weights. And then they would drop them into a bog. And the theory was, if they came up, they were a witch and they would kill them. And if they didn't come up, they were dead. That's literally, that is what it was. And no one ever came up, obviously. <laughs> Holy shit.
0: What was that, like 1850s?
2: I have no clue. I, one thing, I, I don't know if you're the same way, Big Fresh. Obviously, you're from Mongolia, so it, but you grew up around here. Do you know anything about the Revolutionary War? Because I literally know nothing, and me and Jack were, like, born on Paul Revere's trail.
3: <laughs> um, I know a little bit of it just because, like, Waltham and Lexington, like, played a big role, and, like, I had, like, a, a history teacher in high school who was, like, he was, like, a PhD and, like, a certified historian at, like, BU and shit, so, or BC, so he like, right. he, like, knew his stuff, and he, like, kind of drilled it into us, but by now I feel like I've forgotten a lot of it.
2: I know. Do you know anything?
0: It's one of those things you learn in second grade and then you kind of kiss what? it all goodbye.
1: What do you want to know? <laughs> you don't know shit, do you? <laughs> I know a little bit. You yeah, know. I feel like collectively we could like map it out. What are you, what are you trying to figure Who was out? Who's the
2: third president of the United States?
1: <laughs> John Adams? <laughs> James Madison, right?
2: Was it Madison? I think there was. John. Who was it, slugs?
0: John know. Adams, was second right? <laughs> the Adams brothers were two and four, I thought.
2: Maybe. I think three's Jefferson, right?
3: I think it uh, might he was be like 5th or 8th or
2: something. When was Nixon president again? <laughs> All right, so we got that covered. So we want to do some more academia. Again, I'm down. If you guys are like, okay, this would be a cool person, I'll send you the script I sent out for most emails. Also, you guys have no clue how many emails I send a day right now. Oh, God. Never complain, ever. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, next. New Year's resolution, journalism. C-Mac, let's hear it.
0: I got a couple, but I think podcast-related, I want to produce 30 at least. Um, it's tough with the full-time job, but I think I can do it. I think it's um, feasible. Yeah, no, I think so, too. Come the summertime, I think we can pump them out, especially if you're working on some other shit. Mm-hmm. Um I'm doing the yoga I like the yoga And I really want to learn Spanish so. Fresh, you're doing
2: yoga too, right?
3: Yoga gang yeah, Fuck yoga. yeah, let's oh, go yeah.
2: Where do you guys do it? Core power Free first
0: week uh, yeah. I go
3: to um, uh, At the BSC They have like classes every Week yeah. Once or twice a week yeah. That's nice Hot yoga? No, just regular
0: Core power
2: is hot yoga Do you guys think it's placebo at all? What do you mean?
3: What, yoga? Yeah No, because Big like,
2: fresh, remember the thing you were saying about the vegan stuff too, bro
3: What?
2: I you're was like, so, yo, I feel so much better on this vegan diet. I feel amazing. You <laughs> know, like a month later, he's like, yeah, bro. I, you know, I started to work in some meat like a couple of days a week.
3: I mean, that was just kind of like, I don't know. Um, but I think, <laughs> <laughs> I think with yoga, because like you're physically moving your body, like you feel better. And like, I think um, the meditation part of it has like really done wonders for me in terms of kind of like, just slowing down my mind and kind yeah. of choosing what to focus on what, and like having control over what I can focus on. Yeah.
0: I feel like you're just completely against the idea because your mind's always racing. So it's tough. For you. Well, my mom's
2: all, I'm like, mom, like, uh, like, I can't slow down. I like, I just can't. I was <laughs> like, you well,
3: done you? yoga in like a proper setting before.
2: I woke up at 5am once to go do yoga with my mom.
3: And I mean, if like, if it's the first thing that you're doing in the morning and you don't want to do it I feel like you're not going to enjoy it and get the best out of it.
2: I I concur but I also have something called ADHD <laughs> where it's like whoa, I cannot focus and like sit down for yeah. a while. It's always kind of been my problem.
0: The intentions need to be there and it's definitely focus you got to balance yourself. I think that's the
3: thing that was when I do yoga by myself I can't Get more than like 10-15 minutes per session but when you're in the class like surrounded with all these people doing the same thing you like sort of have no choice but to like follow along and kind of do everything and I feel like that over time builds this habit of either it's like self-control or self-discipline like in your mind (laughs) at least for me that's what it is
2: oh so that's so you feel more disciplined because of it
3: oh yeah hell yeah, yeah
2: discipline's a crazy thing man it is if like you're just extremely disciplined about everything, I've just started to notice the benefits like crazy.
0: It's like the number one key to success, I feel like.
2: You think it's, so? Yeah. I think having a I think having drive is probably.
0: But isn't what's the difference between that and discipline? I mean,
2: I think drive is just the motor to just keep it going yeah. no matter what. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I
0: guess I see a lot of successful people that eat like shit and drink soda all the time and
2: I know like, plenty. Yeah. yeah. But some people just keep it going. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, for instance, Peggy, I don't know what her diet is or how she drinks, but she's wildly successful. Yeah. She's like run huge companies and you would meet her and you'd be like, what? <laughs> but it's just because she never stops. Yeah. She just keeps it moving. Slugs, do you do yoga? No. Yeah, me neither
4: i'm not a, i've tried it i'm not a fan
2: too slow right it's
4: tough it makes me nervous like everyone around me is so calm and i just i can't get calm <laughs> it's, also, it's also one of
0: those things like everybody around you doesn't give a shit like i've learned that is like everybody's there because they want to work on themselves it's not like but your instinct is to think like what the fuck are these people thinking but like real.
2: No one. Cares. That's the one thing I realized last year. Like no one actually, as messed up as it sounds, cares about your problems. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, people that love you and they care about you do. Like I care about like your your guys' issue. I care about you guys. But like, the world doesn't care. So like, why should you? My brain didn't say that. Or? <laughs>
0: no, it's true. But I mean, I, that yoga isn't really a problem. That wasn't. I was saying more like everybody in the yoga class is there. For one reason, and that's because they want to, to be there. better. Yeah. yeah,
2: is that one of your goals, Big Fresh? Fitness related, or for the year?
3: Um, yeah, to just to do more yoga and like be a little more flexible. Yeah. Were you
0: doing it a lot beforehand? Like no, because yeah. um,
3: when I was swimming, we would do yoga once a week for recovery. But mm-hmm. you know, for the most part, it's just everyone kind of like fucking around. Some people are focusing, some people aren't. So. Swimming's not, fucking crazy too. Yeah. I love that.
2: Do you have any music related goals this year?
3: Um, put out a project, do a cool like release party or something, listening party, whatever.
2: let do it here. Yeah. I'll help you out with whatever you need, man. Yeah. I mean, we we're talking about this last year. Like, you do you want it to be a cohesive with all Boston artists? You think or?
3: Um, in in the way, yeah. I don't really know what I want just yet, but I feel like when it hits me, I'll be like, okay, I want that.
2: What on like a sonic tip um, you mean, or like how you want to pull as well. conceptually yeah. Bix, let's hear it
1: um this year, I'm just trying to do some some bigger projects you know get get my uh my head wrapped around some bigger projects dude, um, can you look up <laughs> oh sorry, and uh you know just trying to stay fit, <laughs> try to stay healthy, you know, better myself, but uh yeah
2: are you are you doing fasting 2020
1: Stay, I've been fasting. I'm
2: saying you're gonna go all year. uh
1: What do you mean? <laughs> I'm, I'm, just, going I'm, I'm just wondering. Are you gonna <laughs> fast this year? Yeah, I'm not gonna eat for a whole year. Good,
2: that's fine. <laughs> me too. Okay, all right. Now, I want you guys to be brutally honest with me. We don't have to necessarily do this on wax, but where do you think the podcast can improve? I'll tell you what I think. I think the audio quality needs to get better. Like we either need to, and I'll consult you with this big fresh, but like either you need to get us better mics. It just consistently, we have some mics that are not robust sounding and there will be like someone who sounds spacious. So is that a mic thing or? It's,
3: it's a little bit of a mic thing. It's also, um I've been thinking about this, but I feel like for logic, we should have a preset that applies like little like compressors and EQs and whatever, like to it beforehand or as we're doing it. So that like when you export it, you don't have to like, Re-edit it. You don't have to it tweak sound, it. Yeah, yeah. But um, it's like a little bit of mic odd, but also just like, I don't know what you call it, like mic etiquette. So like, you know, having the proper distance, like not being too close, not being too far away, like having the angle right and all that.
2: Would you say that's probably one of our biggest issues?
3: Um, I feel like it can affect the sound very heavily mm-hmm. if it's not done right, for sure.
2: Dude, you can be blown me. Huh? Does the audio sound like trash? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, you no. said it not him
2: <laughs> what else do you think we can improve improve on
3: I think um, sorry I don't mean to like butt in, but <laughs> I think we can get better mic like, arms Okay. these make a lot of noise like, when you like move them in, like, them in. <laughs> I
2: can do that for if us no problem weird, like so you don't like these ones
3: I think they're okay but the other thing is like the nicer ones are like pretty expensive so.
2: well I'll drop the bag if it's going to improve the show I don't mind
3: you could also use one of his own. Yeah.
2: Oh, you have one? I
0: don't. No, I'm saying he. Look at him. He's holding his hand. Oh. Yeah. Just hold it. <laughs> no. What do you I'm think,
2: saying. C Mac, in terms of improving the show?
0: Let's see. Let's see. Well, um,
2: also, while you're collecting your thoughts, I just want to say I'm very grateful for all of you guys. I'm very, very grateful. I mean it. Like the team, it works very fluidly, and like we could not move as fast without you guys. So thank you very much. Anytime. <laughs> Thanks, slugs. <laughs> oh, I'm waiting right. on you. Sorry, I'm yeah, brain yeah. dead.
0: Where, where could we improve? Um, I don't know. I mean, there's points where you're having a conversation and the guy's kind of going on and on, and you butt in here and there. I think if you just sit tight sometimes and listen a little bit more. You best thing, get bored sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> I, know, I know. It's your ADD. But the best thing is like having the people talk. Like, that's gonna produce the best content i feel but i don't know besides that i'm i'm impressed with the show i like where it's going i like where it's been
1: Bix. um i would really like to uh fix a little um text at the bottom of our youtube videos facts um that's a big oh he's staring at you slugs <laughs> <laughs> that's a big pet peeve of mine. but we'll get there we'll get there so
2: so you guys got to realize jack is he whips out graphics he, he's actually the most talented graphic designer you'll ever meet And so like the Instagram is like his, it's like his brainchild. It's like, because you, I don't know a better looking Instagram than ours. It looks incredible.
1: Well, Connor kind of finally gave me creative freedom on the Instagram and I've been really happy. When was it
2: finally? We didn't, we do this like last year. (laughs) No. When did, when did it start?
1: No, you still made me do certain things.
2: Like what specifically?
1: Like certain side pics.
2: Well, yeah. Sometimes we got to give people information. I got you. Don't worry. Okay. Whatever. I'm gonna choke, (laughs) Slim. Yeah, we actually do got to improve those lower bars and that slugs. I'll help you out. I'll help you out. That's my fault too. I should have given you better direction on that slugs. How else could we improve?
4: Um, I don't know. I haven't really been here that long. You having fun? I am. Okay,
2: yeah. Um, I'm pumped. Your parents are coming up to the event. That's huge. I know. Yeah, invite your mom and dad. I will. Yeah. They're going to be like, what is our son doing? Big Fresh was like, I cut off. He's like, let's go. I wonder if my parents are coming. My mom is coming, at least. And she's like, bud. Well, she calls me John Bob, my mom. That's just like her nickname. She's like, John Bob, what you're doing is so incredible. She's never been to a party, though. So, you know, kind of got a mixed basket for the crowd. I'm nervous. It's gonna she's be some, never been to a party? She's never been to one of ours. Oh, yeah. Pretty wild. Yeah, I guess it's we had um when we threw the last event at the Summer Shack. So Hopadope's an incredible performer and entertainer. But so she went balls to the walls, so she started twerking in the seafood <laughs> restaurant. <laughs> it was crazy shit. It was nuts. Okay, so we we went over that. What else?
0: What are your new years resolutions?
2: <sighs> well, I said it in twenty nineteen. Before the turn of the year, but this year, um, <clears throat> one I want to throw a great event on January seventeenth that was written down, and then I have another project which I think most of us are familiar with. Slugs, you might not be, that I is giving me insane discomfort to think about. It is because it's totally out of my realm in terms of my skill set, but like I just got to get it done. Hate it. You're doing it though. I got to do it, though. I wrote it down. I'm just obsessive about the list. What's number three, though? I can't say about that, (laughs) bro. All right. Nonetheless, who are some specific people in the city you guys want to see on the show this year? I'll tell you who I'd really like to see. I'd like to see like a a major politician come up. I would love to talk to like a major politician because it's election year.
4: You should get Elizabeth Warren on here.
2: What? I tell you how I saw her. Really? Yeah. I didn't tell you guys a story. You told me. So she, my dad lives in Fresh Pond, Cambridge. Do you know what that is? Probably not. Fresh, you know Big Fresh, right? I mean, Fre- <laughs> Fre- Big Fresh, you know Fresh Pond, right?
3: Um, I feel like I've seen it on the map, maybe, but I don't know where it is, like in relation. Alewife.
2: It's, like, it's a big pond next to Alewife. Okay. okay. So she lives in that area. And so sometime in the fall, I was like walking around the pond, and some guy was walking the other way because there's a big track around the pond, and he was walking at me. And he was like, "Hey, dude, do you know that is in front of you?" And I was like, "No." He was like, "That's Elizabeth Warren, man." And I was like, "Oh, bet." And and like, you guys don't understand how psycho I think sometimes. So I had a wristband on me. I was like, "Oh my god, if I if I give Elizabeth Warren a GDP wristband, it's game over. We're, <laughs> we're global at that point, right?" And so I like speed walk ahead of her, and she's with her her golden retriever, which is conveniently named Bailey. Of course, Golden Retriever, right? And she's with her husband. And I walk like 500 steps ahead of them. And I get in push-up position, like on the track, because I know the dog's going to attack me, right? That's what dogs do. (laughs) So the dog like bodied me. It like attacks me. She's like, no, Bailey, no, don't do that, no. And she comes up and he goes, I'm so sorry about Bailey and i was like oh no it's no problem like, i have a golden retriever myself like not a big deal so i start walking with her and her husband right <laughs> and they're kind of like what's, what's this kid like doing here like he should not be walking with us and i was like hey so you guys like from the area or something so mind you this whole time I'm thinking, how do i get this girl a wristband they're like um no we're actually we're from oklahoma but like we we move around a bunch and blah 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 and so he had a Patty's hat on you guys know patties it's, like, this this total, like, dive. It's, like, where my dad goes to drink sometimes in Cambridge. It's just, like, Irish pub. And she and he was, like, yeah, we love going to Paddy's, blah, blah, blah. And so they could tell I was, like, kind of just, like, being annoying because, like, I knew who they were, but I wouldn't admit I knew who they were because <laughs> I kept asking them all these questions. Like, oh, where do you guys normally fly to? So they pretty much just, like, walked to it. They're, like, all right, yeah, have a good day. Okay, that's <laughs> enough. I was, like, fuck. I saw the wristband on. So nothing came of that. That's my bad.
0: <laughs> you emailed them to the,
2: right? The campaign. They didn't get back? No, they did. They, a lot of them are like, yeah, we're doing groundwork, and then we'll get back to you. That's, that's kind of what's been happening with the politicians, yeah. with the first two mayors, too, like took a couple emails back and forth for the most part. Have, uh, you,
3: guys, have you guys seen that show You on Netflix? I've mm-hmm. heard about it. My sister was watching it. Cause like I don't know, just listening to that kind of like reminded me of that. <laughs> oh what is it? Cause yeah, all right, like it's like. This about to be mad disrespectful. It might, yeah, it will. Yeah. <laughs> it might be a stretch, but like the main character is like this like psychopath, like who like on the surface he seems like a normal guy, and like he like whenever he falls in love with these girls, he kind of, like, stalks them, and he's, like, just, like, very good at, like, <laughs> predicting people's reactions and, like, setting them up to kind of, like, meet him and, like, whatever. So, like, I don't know. That just sounded like a, that could be a scene. He's like, all right, like, I'm gonna walk up behind this couple. Like, I'm gonna lay down and you know the dog will attack you. So you call me a sociopath. <laughs> all right, bro, I get it. Just showing signs of it I actually... I,
2: t- I took a test online, uh, like, a week ago. I was mad bored. There's... Have you guys seen the YouTube page Infographics or something? Or like Info... No, not Alex Jones. There's some like big major YouTube page that has like a couple million subscribers. The test is like, are you a psychopath or not? And it's like, it gives you a rating. I was luckily not a psychopath. I was like borderline... Thank you, slugs. I was like borderline criminal though.
3: (laughs) How um, How do they test you for ADHD? Do they test you... Oh yeah. What what are like? Because that's what I was wondering about today. Is like, I don't know if I was ever like supposed to be like diagnosed and never did or like what. But like, do you think I, you have I, it? I kind of do. Yeah. Nowadays it's kind of a joke. Yeah, that's the other thing. Is like, I don't want to like just go to the doctor and be like, oh, I think I have ADHD. And it's like, oh, here like, are cool. like, <laughs> I don't think they'll do that. But like, that's yeah, they might. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be surprised. Some, yeah. but like, what's the what's the like the test and like the threshold for that?
2: Well, when you look at me. <laughs> you make like, that guy's got clear cut problems you know what i'm saying that guy's off the walls but they were in a, a lot of testing i think it's something they'll apply to a lot of kids growing up that are just hyperactive in class and there are a lot of kids i mean i'm sure you guys dealt with a lot of kids like in your classes right
0: my little sister now too well
2: is she still taking uh, yeah i think so she is shout out maggie shout out to maggie but yeah i mean i think the first sign is your teacher's big Tell the parents, like, hey, your kid is, like, we can't control this kid. <laughs> like, we want to, like, pump him with a tranquilizer type thing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I got, like, a bunch of psychoanalysis done when I was young. Like, a bunch of different therapists. And and then when I applied for extra time for testing, I think I was telling people sometime on the podcast, wasn't I? How, like, they do a test where you're staring at a screen and all these letters are popping up and there's a keyboard. And you have to click x every time you see x on the screen that's like one test they'll also do like a logic and reasoning test and then they'll ask you a questionnaire i think it's a spectrum for the most part why do you think you have it
3: um well so maybe a clarifying question is what are are the main differences between like add and like adhd because i know h is like the hyper deficit
2: i think it's just the same
3: yeah yeah okay
2: and i think it's Again, I have a really hard time sitting down and writing. and so I'm very grateful for you. Do you have a y- hard
3: time sitting down and reading things?
2: I do all the hardest things for myself right early in the morning. So I'll read and write right at the beginning. But yeah, like sitting down and reading stuff for me. Audiobooks are great.
3: Because that's where I've struggled with the most is just like reading. And so like often like if I'm like, especially in high school or like middle school, if I was like reading like an English or like a history book, like I would read one paragraph and then I didn't know what that paragraph was about, so I'd have to go back and like read it over again. And then like somewhere in the middle, like if a certain word like strikes it a, like a, or sparks a thought in my head, then my mind will just go to that.
2: Same I Same way to
3: like reel it back in.
2: Yeah, but I also think it's a blessing in a lot of respects. You're you're definitely more creative because of it. I mean, yeah. B- Bix had a smorgasbord of learning disabilities growing up too. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> he did. How did they test you, like therapist, psychoanalyst?
1: Um, well, they kind of just knew because I wasn't really responsive.
2: Oh, we were fucking around, bro. <laughs> Speaking
1: uh, another language, that was. Not Jack was also catching bodies at a young age too. <laughs> okay, yo, come on. <laughs> he was.
2: He, he asked him about how I instigated a fight between him and this kid, Adam Markovitz.
1: Oh yeah, um, Connor threw a ice ball at my face and blamed it on another kid. And so Jack mauled the other
2: so kid. I mauled
3: the
1: other kid, <laughs> and I got a detention for it. <laughs> that's real shit Connor was a bit of a handful growing up Whoa. he would stand on the desk and scream I'm uh Johnny Appleseed and like that's real he talk. had this whole like little gig that he would do he did it for about three years but I thought it was hilarious every time he did
2: it we, we were getting in a lot of trouble back then <laughs> that's a fact yes sir I, I, I did some crazy shit growing up well Jack how do they test you for your things
1: um similar to you uh just like questionnaires stuff like that um
2: did you ever get certified dyslexic
1: i i don't know i had like a i had like a number of ones a number of things i got like tested for i'm not sure exactly what it was it was a long time ago i was like five when i got it done
2: do you think you're dyslexic
1: but i have like a whole packet of all the issues i have <laughs> so if you wanted i could tell you later on
2: do you think you're dyslexic
1: um possibly yeah it's all right, bro. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not saying for sure I am, but yeah. there's a high possibility I am.
2: So, you got any issues?
4: No. You're, <laughs> you're
2: boring, man. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, do you know how they tested your sister, C-Mac?
0: I think it was, um, I mean, I think my parents kind of already had a clue, but then, yeah, they went to a doctor and they ran a bunch of tests. Um, the doctors are like, "You're, it's okay.
3: You're not that crazy. You're not like the other kids.
0: (laughs) No, it's like, I mean, nowadays it seems like a lot of kids probably have it, but it is like the more hyperactive kids. But like the phones and technology kind of makes it a lot more easy to develop, I guess, because.
2: A retention problem for sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Do you guys feel that way? Like you have less focus now than you did maybe three, four years ago?
0: I think I've been able to gain some of it back just because i'm because you're
2: off your phone all the time but what about you slugs
4: yeah i think that i used to be able to focus for so much longer and now i have to like take breaks when i'm doing things because i'm just like overwhelmed easier
2: do you have an issue reading or is that easy for you
4: i hate reading (laughs) oh
3: yeah
2: i do i (laughs) I like to
4: plug it into google and have it read it back to me sometimes because i just don't like to read
2: how do you learn best
4: um probably like kinetic learning so like doing thing or kinesthetic i think that's what it is like doing things so like actually like building something or like i was always really into like the wood shop classes and art classes and like doing things being hands-on yeah
2: i feel you was that was picking up the edit easy for you i thought you picked it up almost instantaneously
4: the first one was first tough. one mean <laughs> you struggled a little bit it's okay though <laughs>
2: But you picked it up, like, almost instantly.
4: Yeah, I, like, wrote down a bunch of notes. um, And then, like, just, like, step-by-step. Step. So once I did it the first time, like, I just did it. And then I was, I was like, okay, I got it.
2: So is something like that easier for you than writing an essay?
4: No, I like writing. But I don't oh, like true.
2: Okay, but, like, a simple homework assignment, what would be easier, that or an edit?
4: Um, Probably, I mean, like, writing is all I do in my classes. So they're, like, write an essay and I'll, like, write five pages in a night no problem but that's like what i'm studying true but like if i was to do like say it was like a reading assignment it like it could be like two pages and i would rather do the edit first yeah that could take like two hours
2: Uh, yeah i feel how do you how do you guys combat procrastination right now big fresh how do you do it
3: don't think i do <laughs> i just like really wait until the last minute for like everything
2: yeah, that's, so, <laughs> that's the big fresh weight, baby i don't know that's still not, get it done though
3: yeah that's the thing is like um i don't know I, I, i've always been that way like it's just like i would always wait until like the last minute and then kind of just crank it out like under pressure like i don't know if that means i perform well under pressure it might not but like i don't know I'd, I've just never been able to like start something and then be like, okay, like, I've started it. Let me come back to this in a couple of days. Like, it just never worked for me.
2: Yeah. What's that called when you, everyone always saves something for the last minute? It's like some sort of tendency. It's a word for it. No, yeah. that. But there's some sort of like, <laughs> 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 like... We're having an intelligent convo. I feel
3: like there might be a word for
0: it. Like a personality trait?
2: I don't know what it's called. No. Oh, Bix, you got just it. Just forget about it. There's the haymaker from Bix.
1: <laughs> um, I, I would say for me, I, I mean, I'm similar. I do push off things to last minute, but I'd say it really depends on what it is.
2: I'd say you've gotten way better at it.
1: So, like for creative things, a lot of the times I feel like it's last minute because I kind of have to just go in the spirit realm and really just... But who's me. on that
2: ass, though? Who's on that ass, though? I'm on that ass, boy.
1: (laughs) But for like little things, like, you know, doing these little graphics for, you know, the event or, you know, doing thumbnails, like that's pretty quick as soon as I get it. it.
2: Yeah, you like meandering on the bigger ideas. Yeah. I get it. I totally understand. Well, because it seems like it's a harder thing to tackle. Just like a t shirt graphic is a lot more comprehensive than a flyer for the event. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Even if it's less simple, it's still more difficult.
2: For sure, because to conceptualize it, I totally get it. I mean, I just, like, same shit. Like, writing is so hard for me. It's so hard for me. But selling something or, like, making a pitch to someone is, like, really easy. I'm the same way. Like, instantaneous shit, it comes so much easier for me than something that's, like, actually logical.
1: Yeah, but if you were doing, like, um like a blog style writing or um, yeah, like let's say like a blog style writing where it's more like first person, like this is my opinion on this. <laughs> like you would have zero problem. doing that. Is
2: if I, the, if I was pro- still in that crack.
1: Well, no it, sitting down would be hard, but it, the actual aspect of you writing like a, like a blog style essay would be incredibly important.
2: I'll tell you guys one thing about writing in slugs. You can probably speak to this, but I write better when I'm fasted. Would you agree? Like typing is easier for you when you're fasted.
1: Yeah, but it has, you have to have that, like, sweet spot. Oh, but you also, got it. But, I also, I, like, when I'm feeling, like, absolutely terrible, like, that's the best time to do it. To do the computer work. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Because I'm just, like, might as well suffer through this, too.
2: I love it. It's a great <laughs> Pain, way to think.
1: sorrow, misery.
2: Slugs, <laughs> when's your sure. sweet spot for writing? Like, um, when do you feel most creative?
4: Probably just like early in the morning. Like I just wake up and I just like to do things. I've gotten... I used to You're fucking animal. (laughs) I used to be like one of those people that's up really, really late at night. But this past year, I've been more of like an early... Earlier, not like 5 a.m. early, but like 6, 7. And I just like to wake up and do things. Because then I know it's done and I don't have to do it later.
2: Oh, so so you're you're calling us lazy. No, No, no,
4: I'm not. I'm just saying I'd rather do it like... I feel you Pre day before post day because
2: then all the stuff starts coming up. Exactly. Like yeah.
4: You never know what the day is going to throw at you.
2: That's a fact. Um, I want to do a quick segue to you three and feel free to t- sparingly toss in this, but I've been totally fascinated by your guys thoughts on psychedelics and the effects they have on your mental, because you guys, have. I mean, I, I probably will never take it just because I'm like kind of a like OCD but can you guys kind of attest to like your your thoughts on it right now? Do you think it's something that people should try once or
0: Well, I'm reading a book, How to Change Your Mind, which is all about the new psychedelic or the new science of psychedelics and I think it's uh I've only done it once, but I think it does change the way it like you come into touch with certain areas of your brain that you don't normally feel and you kind of get an understanding for everything um this guy seems to believe that it's better to do later in life like
2: like how old
0: 50 years old so you're like ready for like the back nine kind of thing but i don't know you guys might be able to speak more to it but i just think it's like you kind of get this understanding that all these events have happened in your life and They've happened for some sort of reason and you kinda only have one go at this, you might as well just make it the best go you have. I don't know how you guys feel. Fresh. Or if you want to talk about it.
1: <laughs> Um, I, I think it's um you know, for everyone it's different. Uh for me personally, like it was not a big deal. Um, just 'cause that's kinda how my brain already works. So when I did trip it was like, oh, This is basically Mm -hmm. my everyday life, but more intense. You felt enhanced. Yeah, because, I mean, honestly, that's all I do all day is just reflect on my life, and so that's kind of what happened. Like, for more people who don't do that, it's really intense because they're experiencing all these emotions that they don't usually deal with or don't think about, and then, boom, they have to deal with it for 12 hours straight.
2: (laughs) You you agree, Smack?
0: Yeah, I mean, I kind of made it, like, a more of a an event than most people do i think like i kind of just took it went into a room by myself and like sat down and basically meditated for six hours and
2: do you eat shrooms or you did a tab tab is that what you did jack
1: i've I've done i've done both i've done i've tripped acid a couple times and i've done shrooms same effect for you Uh, different effects but shrooms is like being really high on weed basically it's really not that extreme
2: but the acid was that, that Ooh, KO.
1: That's like whoa, especially when you're doing more than uh, one or two tabs. <laughs> whoa,
2: okay, <laughs> <laughs> freshy
3: Um, yeah, I think it really depends on the person. It's like if you like, like. What did first, What did you I, take? I first time I did um, shrooms, and I, t- I think I took like a little too much. Mm-hmm. And then second time I did um, acid, one like proper full tab. And then any of the later attempts, I've always just, like, taken, like, a half a tab and then just smoked a little bit of weed to, like, as, like, a safety measure, I guess. I don't know. Um, But I really think it, like, depends on you and, like, whatever state you're in at that moment. Mm -hmm. Because, like, if, like, you're someone who gets overwhelmed easily and, like, aren't able to kind of, like, rationalize things, like, in a quick manner, then, like, I think you're very likely to have, like, a bad trip that'll kind of leave a mark on your psyche or your brain or whatever that like you'll always kind of like come back to and like it'll like bring up all these like negative feelings and then the i think the other thing is if you have like a lot of like unsettled like guilt or like certain thoughts like that you don't want like being amplified it's definitely like not the right thing to do because like i think those things will just come back like tenfold mm-hmm. like just like really hard at you
0: yeah, really all it does is make you think. So if there's things that you don't want to think about, you're going to be thinking yeah. about it. So like this guy preaches the best thing, the number one thing is set and setting. And I think that's like if you're not in the right mindset, then you are you shouldn't be doing it because it, it, it makes the world a difference. And everybody that experiences a bad trip says it's because they just weren't ready
3: and they weren't in the right state of mind. Like, I don't So did
2: you enjoy Big Fresh?
3: Yeah, because um, I don't think it should ever be, like, an escape from anything. If anything, it's more of, like, an exploration, like, mm-hmm. into your mind or whatever. But um, when I did shrooms, I enjoyed, like, the first 70, 75% of it. Um, I think, like, because when I had taken it, like, I told you this before, but um, after, like, the first hour, I, like, wasn't, like, really feeling anything. So I was like, all right, like, I'll see a little more. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I used to do it with the Adderall. Yeah. Um, and then how long did your like first shroom trip last? Um, I don't know. It wasn't,
1: it wasn't, it wasn't, I, w- I wouldn't say sh- shrooms did anything special for me. I mean, I did feel the effects them, but it, wa- it wasn't, it wasn't very intense at all. Like I would say like, I felt like I, like, I felt like I had
3: done like a large bong rip or something. Like, just give me a-
1: uh, a few hours, you know, three four hours.
3: Okay. It wasn't that long. I um, I took it at eight p.m. and I didn't like pass out until seven a.m. and oh, I was wow. just like full on, like, yeah. like wow, balls to the wall. Well, that yeah.
1: was that was the case for acid, and that's kind of like what I don't like about it because you don't sleep for straight up at least yeah. like six to twelve hours. And I'm like, yo, I trying to, I'm just trying to go to bed. Like, can, <laughs> this, can this be over yeah. already? So
3: that's like the that was like where i kind of stopped enjoying it. it was like i like started thinking like oh i'm gonna be like this forever and like, <laughs> that's the thing is like i get it when you're in that state you can't like rationalize very easily so like if you don't have those skills in the first place like it's going to be super hard for you to kind of like snap yourself out of it
2: so what was happening when you were nervous
3: were um i mean it was just like restlessness and like feeling helpless because like like, I don't think I was aware that I was, like, tripping. Like, you just, like, you just think, like, reality is, like, what you see.
2: So, did it expand your visual field? And We're um, talking about shrooms specifically. See, Mac, you have not done shrooms, right?
3: Visual, well, what do you mean by visual field?
2: Some people would just say, like, your things will start blending in front of you or things uh, start I moving. I like,
3: crazy shit, but, like, I like, don't know if that, like, changed how I perceived things going on. Do you
2: remember what you saw?
3: Um... I remember one thing vividly is like, have you guys ever seen that show Alphas on um, sci No. It's like about these like people with superpowers and um, one of them has a superpower where you can like see like radio waves like going through the air like whatever, whether it's like your laptop or like your phone or whatever and like, the show shows it as, like, this grid of, like, blue lines kind of just intersecting and kind of dodging each other and going in all these directions. And, like, that was kind of, like, what I was seeing when I would, like, lay down in bed and look up. I could just see these, like, blue, like, light blue lines kind of flickering across. And I don't know if that was just, like, what I saw or if having watched that show, I kind of, like, imagined that into reality.
2: W- what color were the waves?
3: Like, light blue.
2: And was, Were they, like, circular? Or?
3: It's just, like, if you had, like th- like, blue threads that glow... And you just kind of had, like, a grid of them just going across in every, like, different They were,
2: were like, lasers? Yeah, yeah.
3: (laughs) But, like, they weren't, like, you you couldn't tell where they started and ended. It was kind of like a rainbow almost. Like, you couldn't touch it or you couldn't, like, tell where it started and ended, but you could, like, see it. Were
2: were you, like, this is dope when you were seeing it or was was this nervous? Oh, so you were were scared. Yeah.
3: And then um, the other thing that was, like, that I still remember pretty prominently is, like, um, I had done it with my friend who was like kind of trip sitting me, which I think is a very good idea. I don't yep. know, like doing it alone. Like no, I wasn't alone. I had friends. So I oh, just okay. went off on
0: my own because okay. fuck em.
3: <laughs> But um, their dorm was on the twentieth floor of like this tall, tall building. And mind you, I'd, I'm up at like f- three, four a.m. And so when it's that late and it's like spring, like everything in Boston tends to fog over. And so I, Whoa. I think like when you're on the twentieth floor, you. I don't think you're above the clouds, but you're, like, pretty high up that you can't see the street. And, like, for a second, I thought I was, like, oh, fuck. Like, I'm on a spaceship leaving, like, <laughs> Boston. And I'm never going to come back. Like, I started getting very emotional. I was, like, damn, I'm never going to, like, see my family or my friends again. Oh. Like, how did I even get on this spaceship? Like, And then, <laughs> so this was in, like, their common room, which has, like, these, like, panoramic glass windows, right? And so that's where, where you I would be you, BU? No, this is, um
2: a 20-story dorm mass be. art oh, yeah so same neighborhood
3: it's like that um it's split between mass art and wentworth i think yeah times, yeah but um i leave the common room and then i'm in the hall and i'm like trying to go back to my friend's room but as i'm walking like the hall keeps extending and then i turn around and walk the other way and it keeps extending so like i think like i was just literally walking back and forth in this hall for like. So like an for hitchcock days. movie yeah yeah and like that was the other thing is um a lot of the movie stereotypes that they kind of like show you about like drugs, like it's like very real. Like that's what you experience. Like you feel the same way. The Was it accurate? The trails and the echoing and like all that. Yeah, to a, yeah, to a degree. I mean, yeah. I, don't, I don't think you could really capture it on,
1: um, on film. Yeah, it'd be it'd be difficult. And so obviously, you know, they like dramatize it. But I do think there's plenty of aspects that are accurate.
2: So, like, you've never done, right? Okay, yeah, I would have you pick chime in but (laughs) i I haven't either this is like news to me so see mike do you feel the same way like you you couldn't depict it on film just like totally different it's
0: it's like they've said it's based on the person and it's i felt it was all internal like for me it was just like whatever my mind thought was what my mind thought um but i think big fresh kind of got onto this like the trip sitter is like the big thing like this guy's always talking about like the best thing to do is or the only way to make it work properly is to have like a guided trip which I think would be pretty cool like have somebody like kind of talk you through it because there are points and times where they say like if you don't if you make it over this hump then you'll be good but if you don't make it then you're kind of into for a long long haul so (laughs) that's a good way to yeah.
2: <laughs> so what what's interesting though is like you guys are all grateful for the experience, but you seem indifferent about it. It doesn't seem like you guys are saying like you should definitely do this, or you shouldn't.
0: I mean, nobody can. I think it it depends on the person. I'm very grateful for the experience because I think I did have like a very spiritual, like mystical experience, like awakening. They, yeah, yeah. Like,
2: I mean, he, dude, it, I I don't know if it's correlated, but you're obviously a new person then. Like, yeah, no, two years ago. I think
0: it's definitely correlated. Um, and granted, part of it was because I was already kind of transforming into a different person. So, I was in that That's big, mind yeah, state. Big, yeah, yeah, I was like, all right, I'm ready for this. Like, I want to do this, see what happens. And it, it definitely helped. I, I enjoyed it. And for anybody that has their shit together and is thinking about it, I would strongly encourage. But the biggest thing is having your shit together.
2: <laughs> so, when you went into it, were you like, okay, I'm going to try this because it might give me some sort of experience that will leave me with some benefit on the other side.
0: Yeah, I had done a lot of research and I had looked up a bunch of information and read a lot about it and it was all kind of the same stuff that we're saying. Like, if you're going to do it, you want to be in the right set, the right setting. Don't do it late at night. Like, I did it early in the morning so I had, like, my day and then I was able to go to bed at night. Um, And, yeah, I was like, all right, I'm going to do this because I – Cause you know I've always been like a religious kind of guy. I've mm-hmm. always like believed in the higher power, and people said that this is kind of as close as you can get to a religious experience. So it's like, entering yeah. a different realm. Yeah. What? What? what,
2: what well, was, well, what is your takeaway from it? So my uh, this is out like quick you know, note. Like, Jack and I like we it. talk about everything. The only thing we ever don't talk about is is drugs. That's literally it. <laughs>
1: You're not really interested. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong. I'm not overly interested either. But, well,
2: I'm just yeah. it's probably the only thing we don't talk about.
1: Um, I mean, I, I say, you know, if people want to try it, feel free. Um, definitely would recommend, you know, waiting until you're probably mind's more developed. Like I would definitely wait until you're I wouldn't do it when you're in high school or like yeah. middle, middle school, because that would definitely like probably mess with your brain development or whatever. But, Are you um, grateful for it? Am I grateful for it?
2: Well, C-Mac has this, like, resounding experience. Big fresh, seems like he kind of came away with something. Um,
1: I think it, it it clarified some things for me. It, like, basically was, like, all right, you got the right idea. Like, you're not, like, you're. it's, like, you got the, you understand. And so I was, like, all right, cool. I would say my best experiences have been, you know, my most, like, uh, spiritual experiences have been when I'm 100% sober. And you know, fasted and and out in the wilderness and haven't been on yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, the Bound trip.
1: Yeah, and just being out in the like woods in general, going camping. Those are I always yeah. Of no, I get that too. Doing that That's versus doing drugs.
0: Brandon says the same thing. Killcoin, he's said like he you hear about the people that have like they rate it as like their number one spiritual experience. Brandon's just like yeah, it wasn't. I mean, it's great, but he wouldn't rate it highly like that. So. It's all personal.
1: I think I do. I do think it's I do like some of the things I've been seeing a lot online about people using it as like a therapy tool. And so I think as alternative therapy, like for people who have like serious like heroin addiction Mm -hmm. or like other depression, anxiety, depression, anxiety, other like (coughs) other personality disorders and whatnot. Like I do think that. If there's a way to, you know, help these people <laughs> without prescribing them drugs on a regular occasion and just having them do this one time, this one thing. Like it's
2: going to be legalized in Oregon soon, right? Well, yeah. they have Psilocybin. In
1: Colorado, they do uh, the sh- the mushrooms. I know a kid. Psilocybin, right? Yeah, he's working mm-hmm. out there for, like, therapy and stuff.
2: How can we, like, get a GDP brand on some of that stuff? <laughs> <It> <laughs> seems so, lucrative. Oh,
1: you're trying to get in there? Yeah.
0: <laughs> also for cancer patients they say like to deal with like the anxiety of dying if a lot of cancer patients have been given these psychedelics and they walk away like not fearful at all of dying and i can see how that can be too
3: i was just gonna add um i was listening to i think michael rosenbaum's podcast he's like comedian or actor whatever but um he was saying I think it was him who was like dealing with depression but he had went to this new like clinic that ho- had opened up in la and like they do um, um ketamine treatments and like i've never done ketamine but like i guess it's supposed to just like like
2: just so special k same thing
3: yeah it like sort of paralyzes your like body so like you're very like just in your mind and you're able to like i think think a little more and like process through things but
2: kind of like a hyperbaric chamber
3: yeah basically like that's they're kind of like forcing you into that state and it's like it's like done in like a controlled environment with like doctors and like nurses kind of watching you 24 7 but i thought that was pretty interesting as a treatment well
2: well can i ask you three question have you guys always since you were young been curious about testing your consciousness and your reality like were you curious of it when you were young
0: um i don't know i mean i went to church and like that i don't know if that's the same thing but there was a point in time in college where i was like i didn't really like that my that voice in the back of my head like i was just like fuck this like kind of down in the dumps but so i don't think i've always been like that i think i definitely changed once i started once i got out of college and started to on the
2: mend yeah exactly you started like realigning with some of your positive thoughts yeah
0: yeah
3: um i think for me it's been kind of like coming in waves a little bit like almost like these waves of just like existential like crises that like kind of hit you at certain points but i think the first one that i can kind of imagine is like when i was little and like i realized that like we were gonna die like at a certain point i was probably like seven and i like just remember like crying like in my mom's lap um and then i think the other time was like when i started learning about space and like kind of realizing that like you can't really conceptualize like what contains the universe. Dude, those and are two things was, that like, freak me the, fuck, the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. And then I don't know, I think just entering or leaving high school and entering college, you just kind of, whether it's like maturity or like a big chapter of your life, like kind of closing, but like you start getting a little more existential and like wondering. So yeah, I feel like just different parts of my like life. I've like been like very like strongly curious about things.
2: I think I was existential when I um, when I walked back from Leap and no one picked me up i had like walked six miles home and I was like looking at the pond I was like why didn't anyone pick me up? <laughs> What's going on here dog? I mean basically you've always been pretty curious about Tess and shit. I have a, a fond memory of Jack. It was me him and then it was a, another friend of ours named me and Arthur we were all sleeping in his tree house and Jack was like looking up and there was like a shadow and Jack was like like, so I'm trying to see the silhouette in my hand, <laughs> and I was like, "All right." Yeah,
1: I'm sorry. I'm just always on that. Yeah, but you. But you've always <laughs> I've been, been like that. Yeah. Like, since birth.
2: You think so? Uh, yeah, for sure. So. I mean, uh, kids are innately curious. I feel like. No, what I mean is, I, I've never been one to be like. And mind you, I'm like kind of a control freak. So like, I've never, but I've never been one to be. Like, oh, I really want to see what this is like. You know. I like I when I smoked weed and got <laughs> smacked. I got smacked, boy. It was yeah. no joke, slugs.
1: Yeah, weed does something different to you that not, does not do. It well, it's because, it's because
2: I'm obsessive, so like I could lock in on the good thoughts, right, really easily when I'm baked, and so I would laugh for hours, man, right? Yeah, but then, but, but if I lock in on that negative minutes. thought, bro, <laughs> <Yeah>. whoa! <laughs> <Are> you talking <laughs> about freshman year? there's been a couple yeah freshman, freshman year, freshman year an exciting time for everybody man <laughs> <laughs> but yeah there was that time at pc yeah in the bathroom well because i had a bong rip <laughs> and like they like the devil this kid i won't even shout him out but it was one of Mac's old roommates sprinkled keef on it without telling me <laughs> And it was the first time I ever did a bong rip. And I was like, guys, listen, I get weird off the weed, everybody. Everyone's like, <laughs> everyone was like no oh way. my everyone's like, dude, this is gonna be Stan coach it's fire like smoking, this is fire. And so they locked me in. So I'm like laughing, I'm like, Yeah, this is awesome, right? So I like, look away. He like <laughs> sprinkles the keef on it, right? <sighs> okay, done, right? Then instantly.
0: <laughs>
2: Freaking. I thought there was a kid named, and he'll probably listen to this because he listened to a bunch. There's a kid named MCAS who uh, would come on our floor a bunch. I, I literally thought he was Yoshi <laughs> he had just gotten a haircut. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. Slugs, do you have any, um, like, desire to try it? I, n- I know your family will probably listen to this, so we don't have to, like, say <laughs> yes or no.
4: Not real. Like, I, I don't really like the feeling of, like, not having control. Like, I used to, like, drink and smoke and stuff, but, like... I just don't like that feeling at ever anyways. I just, it's more of a social thing for me.
2: Oh, so like you would like smoke at a party type thing.
4: Yeah. But like not really, I have no desire to do like psychedelics or anything.
2: Yeah. I feel you. So are you guys like satisfied with your experience? Was it what you imagined it was going to be like?
1: Um, I don't know if it's a, what I imagined, but it was, you know, the, I didn't have um a bad experience. Um, you know, you went back back for seconds, right? And and I pushed on the second one too. Uh, Oh, Um, but yeah, I mean, I think uh, that was also just a good time of the period of my life where I was trying to push the limits a little bit. I was a little bit reckless. back in my, the
2: dark uh, days, man.
1: Some of my darker of days when <laughs> I wasn't that responsive and whatever.
2: That, that was the one year where me and Jack didn't talk.
1: We didn't yeah. talk much, no. When, when was
2: this? Freshman year of college yeah. when he was at Pitt. Oh, yeah. There was like six. It, w- it wasn't that long, but it was like five, six months where Jack was just like, we just like weren't talking it's weird i always heard we're,
0: stories about this kid at Pitt. i was gone yeah.
2: i i honestly didn't know much i still don't know much but i do know that me and him went on a, a yakuza mission we drove all the way from lincoln to pittsburgh through the night right we're falling asleep at the wheel this is bad bro we show up <laughs> we were to pit s- we and like jack was literally living in a shanty town there was like trash everywhere, and it was this really strange neighborhood, and I, like, look at Jack. I'm like, what the fuck's been going on with you, bro? He's <laughs> yeah, like, yo, bro, let's just get out of here, dude. <laughs> He's, like, packed <laughs> up the truck and left. exactly
1: what's been going on.
2: So, yeah, Big Fresh, would you say, like, you, you were satisfied? Um,
3: yeah, I mean, I guess I'm satisfied in the sense that I didn't have, like, a bad trip. Like, nothing, like, really, like, haunted me, really, but also, at at the same time, I didn't really come out of it with any like big like realizations like
2: there's no awakening for you
3: not really i think like when i like did acid i was like oh like i should go outside more but like (laughs) that's really it um that's how like the concept of like balance kind of came along i was like oh like every like thing you do in life needs to be like balanced and like everything kind of has its appropriate time or not but i guess that is some sort of like realization but nothing like crazy that like i've like carried with myself to this day you
2: know? which is interesting yeah some people have a profound effect like Mac, and some don't yeah it just i guess it just affects everyone's brain chemicals kind of different
3: definitely depends I think on the also person. like if you're like i don't know how much of like a smoker you are but like i feel like with weed it's like all these like little like micro trips you know so like you kind of get used to it over time like and you kind of learn how to Analyze and take o- away whatever you want if you want it, and then kind of just disregard the rest. Like, I don't know if you feel like the same way, but
1: yeah, yeah, I like that point. That was, yeah, that's, that's a decent point. Um, yeah, I think it's you know, it is how you deal with it on a mental thing, like how you perceive it. Because if you perceive it one way, like it could throw you off, and then you perceive it the other way, and it supports whatever you like want it to, to mean. And so, you know, I think you take everything with a grain of salt, and you, you know try to enjoy you don't fight it and uh that's that's all i'd have to say about it
2: is there anything else you guys are trying to fuck around with like any other drugs you've been like curious about taking
0: i want to take shrooms i haven't done that and then this dmt stuff sounds pretty interesting oh god big
2: fresh you take dmt yet or
3: i don't think i want to why i feel like that's just a realm that i'm probably not ready for that's
2: the dream drug right like your brain produces dmt when you're sleeping yeah. yeah and so are you are you like put in a smoothie know. or something what I'm do you do with
3: that to, I'm not trying to just like experience death like in that sense is that what it is I, like I, like a lot of people when they say like you break through it's like everyone literally describes it as like oh like I felt like I died and like came back Yeah. That, and that's why yeah, you I you think that's why I think a lot <laughs> of people like say when they like come out of a DMT trip they're like oh I stopped like fearing death because like they literally like, experienced death
2: is that what happens when you die your brain releases DMT
3: that's what I heard I don't know the science behind it all, all I know about
1: it is it lasts like 15 minutes yeah. it's, real, it's real quick intense I think it's just, in the most intense
0: I've also heard it's like kind of an outward experience so you kind of like leave your body like yeah. and see everything I, from um,
3: I heard this like crazy story I don't know if it's true but like someone said that their friend like tripped DMT for, like, 10, 15 minutes, maybe, and, like, came back, and, like, when he came back, he was, like, what the fuck, like, everyone's, like, like, oh, like, what happened, he's, like, I literally, like, spent a year as, like, a rice farmer in China, (laughs) (laughs) like, lived through his life, and, like, that's just, like, that's, that's inception, that's so crazy that it could be, like, possible just because of, like, the effects that it could have on your brain and, like, the chemicals and stuff, but, like, I don't know. It's just like, I mean, you experienced like time differently on drugs. So yeah. like it's like completely plausible. But like, that's just like a crazy experience. Wow.
2: Wait, so what interests you about it, T-Mac? Um, just
0: the stories her- heard and the... Uh, There's nothing wrong with it. I'm just no, wondering. No, I know. And I don't know. I mean, obviously, I think that'd be the last thing I try because I've heard it's the most intense. But I feel like if I don't do it, then I might be missing something.
2: You know, I feel you. I totally feel you on that. There's some things that, if they're on your mind for a while, you're like, damn, I kind of just got to get this thing done. Mm-hmm. Have, have you ever thought about slugs? <laughs> I, I just, no. <laughs> do you, Do any kid? What are the kids doing at school nowadays? Like, wh- What was really popular when we were sophomores, Like, there was this huge Xanax boom oh, yeah, where kids yeah, started yeah. taking Zans <laughs> like crazy. Do kids still do Xans?
4: I mean, you're not that much older than me. <laughs> yeah, but,
1: yeah, but these little, you know, they go quick. Little, the little fads.
2: Yeah, the fads, they go quick.
4: Yeah, like, they still are taking Zans. Th- what about
2: Serp? I don't even stop. know what that is. <laughs> kids were doing drank at PC. Yeah, kids were yeah, doing. I in guess so. too. It zans was, uh,
1: were
3: massive. Yeah. No,
2: Zans went crazy yeah. our was sophomore crazy. year.
3: Oh, yeah. was so I had, um, sophomore year, I had a, I had a roommate, um, who like dealt Zans. Oof. At Brandeis, he was making cake. Not only that, <laughs> but like he would get them off um the dark web, and like oh. sometimes I would see just like. This ziplock that was probably like the size of this laptop screen just filled with like probably like thousands of them. It's oh, like so crazy thing. to see all those in like one setting, but huge
2: boom! Yeah, like it was crazy. And it so was like, and it was like game. very, it was uh, it was culturally very popular at that time too. Yeah, like in music, yeah. and
0: mm-hmm. Lil Zane, yeah.
2: <laughs> it was huge, yeah. dude. Yeah. It, and then it kind of died out because uh, people Percocets are big out. now too, right?
1: Yeah, it's like the new one, I guess. You're, just, you you it's ever it's
2: do perk Jack?
3: I, was, I never was into pills. I never liked them. You, you
2: didn't do? Um,
3: I did Xans uh, for a little bit. You liked it? Yeah, I mean, like I liked it at the time, but like, it's like really, really just bad for you. Like it's a your mind starts deteriorating. Like you start forgetting shit. Um, I was very like irritable, like just twenty four seven. It's like it's not a good move. Really addictive. And like the thing is, like I don't understand how like people who need it, like how they like just operate like when you have to take that daily and like kind of just they know, can't like, unless they have it. Yeah. I mean,
0: it's the, that's the fucked up thing is that doctors can give this to you. Like it's not yeah. something that should be like that.
2: I just don't. And again, I never want to get political, especially on mics, but I don't get why the first thing doctors should say is dude, Go work out for three weeks and go eat clean for three weeks yeah. before you dish out pills. It makes no sense. <laughs> Literally makes yeah. no sense. Because you
3: don't make any money prescribing exercise yeah. to people. Yeah. That's a fact. Yeah. I mean, maybe like BSG should, like, or like um, Equinox should cut doctors a check for getting new classes. Referrals, right? yeah. yeah.
2: Why not though? Yeah. Because like th- the pills are so bad. This is coming for me, dude. I was so hooked on the sauce and it came in waves. But, like, I was so reliant day-to-day using it to think, even. Mm-hmm. I couldn't think when I was off of it. Yeah. And then you realize, like, holy shit, this is, like, another dude kind of controlling my brain. It's a dude in the lab making something because he knows it's going to affect my brain in a weird way. Yeah. It's a truth. What are you laughing at, Jack? Not you want to get chokeslammed? <laughs> <laughs> I just like the old, the old stories of the sauce days. Yeah. <laughs> I got some crazy sauce <laughs> stories, really crazy boy. I'm gonna have to be at our old boy again soon. Watch out.
0: No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Just go to the gym. You no, know, we got you a big project them. coming.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a different dude on that stuff, man. <laughs> <No. Yeah. laughs> see, see, Mac, it was uh I'll tell you one thing. When I the worst was uh the first semester of junior year of of school. Mm-hmm. I would pop to sauce like three PM and then I think like, I'm gonna outwork everybody. I'm not gonna be a good student, but I'm gonna outwork everybody. I know this, right? So I'd be like editing videos, filming videos, whatever. And at two in the morning, I would drive to Johnson, Rhode Island, from PC, so like a 20 minute drive. And I would go into an anytime fitness at twenty, like oh, a 24 yeah. hour fitness, and I would go in there and I would drink pre workout at 2 a.m. <laughs> Dude, (laughs) I swear to God, and I got caught like snagging a couple protein bars. I wasn't supposed to snag, and they kicked me out. (laughs) 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 I tell you the story.
0: No, but I know about the ending. They call me like,
2: "Don't come back, man! You're taking all our bars."
3: (laughs) That's hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) Sweet. Yeah, those pills. So, do you have your like prescriptions still? Mm,
2: I stopped it completely. Well, what's today's date?
3: January sixth.
2: Yeah, don't have it anymore.
3: So if you have to, like, or if you wanted to go back, you'd have to get another prescription from yep. the doctor? Okay.
2: And I, if I do go back because of this project, <laughs> um, I'd be like, yo, I just want to, I, I don't want to be able to come back for a refill. Just give me a one-month supply.
0: You really think it would get to that, though? Like, why? Dude, I loved the cake. Yeah. You don't <laughs> get it.
2: I was popping the Skittles, boy. I was crazy on those things. I'm like, damn, I can edit like I'm a nasty editor. You guys don't get it with this footage. I can edit like a maniac. But it's when I'm on that cake, it's a different guy. <sighs> and I'm I fiend it sometimes. No joke. Yeah. I'm like, oh my god. It'd be so nice just the whip this all up. Do you like it, Freshy?
3: Yeah. I mean that's why I like brought up that like um ADHD thing in the beginning because – I feel like, well, like at least like when I take it, I feel like that's how my brain kind of should operate, like normally, because that, everything that's what feels soci- so like seamless. That's what
2: society wants you to act like.
3: Mm, maybe, or like maybe, like that's what I want myself to like act like. That's what
2: I thought too, bro. <laughs> Trust me. I know yeah. what you mean. Though you're like, oh my god, I'm so productive. I can get things done. I'm yeah. not procrastinating. But, like, I would hate to
3: get dependent on it and like feel like I couldn't do things without it. That was that would be a
2: bad point. I just got to a point where it's like I feel like you're born with the brain you're born with. And, like, if you aren't gifted with certain abilities, then you're not supposed to have them. Yeah. I'm not supposed to be good at computer work.
0: You can develop it, though, no? Yeah.
2: You could dis- through discipline. Like, I'll still type a million emails a day through discipline. But, like, I just sometimes think you're just born with things. Like, it would be a travesty if Jack wasn't creative. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, but he's also gotten more creative over the years because he's worked at that. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's something that you develop over time.
2: Don't you also sometimes think like we're in a, a crazy competitive society and it might be a waste of time to work on your weaknesses?
0: No. No. Because I think societies, I think those who are specialized are going to kind of drown out. I think we're going to start, everybody's kind of kind of the more time we have on our hands the more expanded we're gonna get in our skill sets and i think that's gonna be what makes it is i actually how agree far with you, you. Can reach
2: i actually agree with you we're you gonna say something for us um we'll see mac like i i actually agree with you i'm like damn you kind of actually have to be multi-talented as hell out here yeah yeah
3: definitely yeah i think so too i mean um Well, the other thing I was going to say is like discipline is really just kind of like synonymous with habits, right? Absolutely. Like you do the things that you want to do, but you like don't have the discipline for quote unquote little by little every day. And then by the end of like, I think, what is it like 22 days that they say like takes to build a habit or whatever. Three weeks, I've heard. You become like somewhat disciplined in that area of whatever you're doing.
2: Yeah. I mean, I think it's going to be uncomfortable when you start it.
3: Yeah. So, I think just doing that, yeah, like, getting to that starting point and kind of crossing it is probably the hardest step. I don't know if that answered your question.
2: No, I'm, like, very grateful to, like, learn about the drug stuff, honestly. (laughs) Well, it interests me a lot, like, because I just have never had this, like, desire to to do it. But, like, people really enjoy it.
0: There was a point in my life where I was just like, that's never going to happen. I can never do that. But then... As things started to change, I was like, all right, no. So, you don't know. Maybe 20, 30 years down the road, it might come to you. Or five. Or two.
2: Whoa. (laughs) Okay. Anything else on anyone's mind right now? Slugs? What do you got coming up? Anything fun?
4: Not really. The event's going
2: to be sweet. I know I'm excited. Let's go. (laughs) Um anything else anyone wants to hit on I kind of want to run these more regularly like I would love to I'd be down Yeah. we'll we'll have to get Frankie we'll do more mics we'll have to get Frankie Films and Sammy Spielberg in here too
0: you think we created any value
2: yeah absolutely I think we cut up Slugs what do you want to do for the clips and what do you want to call the episode
4: you're putting me on the spot I'll tell
2: you what we can call the episode it's going to be called Meet the Team
4: oh well that's very creative (laughs) you got a problem with me (laughs)
2: I think we'll do a clip about C Mac and his experience on the on the acid. <laughs> I think we should do one clip right at the start when I went total promo mode. Because then we can use that to promote, you know what I'm saying? And then number three, I maybe mean, we should all collaborate and be like, Hey guys, this is the GDP podcast team. What's up everybody? How about we do like a voicemail kind of thing, like a family voicemail? Family voicemail? <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, and pass
2: it around? <laughs>
1: kind
4: of like, that. like, hi, you've reached the GDB team. Please leave a message. Ooh, <laughs> like, that ooh, kind I, of voice. I like
2: that. Yeah. That's fire. Okay, yeah, so we'll start off with CMAC. Oh, actually, you know what we'll do? We'll do, you know how we punch the episode? This is our golden hour. Let's just do a massive collabo. Like, hey, I'm Chris. or I'm not a fan of you. Like I'm Bix. And pass it around, right? And then we'll have Slug say, and this is our golden hour. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we'll start with CMAC. Also, this camera looks amazing. Yeah. It's
0: unbelievable. This is C-Mac, a.k.a.
1: Young Fountain of Youth. Yes, sir. This is Jack Bigelow.
3: (laughs) 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 And this is Abu, a.k.a. Big Fresh.
2: And this is Connor Hallway, otherwise known as Coach Connie.
4: And this is Sarah Slugs, and that was our golden hour.